Do you have a career strategy? Do you have a networking strategy? Do you have a job search strategy? Let's talk strategy here on The Nurse Keith Show, episode 24. Welcome to The Nurse Keith Show, where I share with you the education and inspiration you need to take your nursing career to the next level. The Nurse Keith Show is your destination for savvy and up-to-date information that will assist you in creating the most satisfying nursing and healthcare career possible. Welcome and enjoy the show. everybody. Nurse Keith here. Episode 24 of the Nurse Keith Show. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for listening in. Thanks for sharing and thanks for getting in touch. Great to be back with you here again for episode number 24 of the Nurse Keith Show. You know, it's high summer here in Santa Fe, July of 2015, and we're having the monsoon season where the big clouds roll down from the mountain at the end of the afternoon, dump a bunch of rain, sometimes some hail. Then they retreat back to the mountain, the sun comes back out, and we have a spectacular sunset. That's monsoon season here in Santa Fe in northern New Mexico. It's a beautiful time to be here. Why don't you come and visit? Speaking of summer being full steam, I'll just share personally that lately, some things have been happening that are infiltrating my summer. One of those things is our lease not being renewed on our beautiful home here in Santa Fe where we've been living just for about 11 months. So whether we like it or not, my wife Mary and I are looking for a new place to live, a new two or three bedroom rental somewhere in the city or outside the city. And do you ever have things happen that thwart or otherwise subvert what your plans are? There's that saying, one, that God doesn't hand you anything that you can't handle, or the universe doesn't bring you anything that you can't handle. And while needing to pack and move and actually look for a place to live before we move, while we're packing, it's not exactly how I was planning to spend my summer. I had a lot of other plans, but this is what's on my plate and it's what I'm dealing with. And I'm wondering, what are you dealing with right now? What's getting in the way of what you originally had planned to do right now? It's one of those times in life where things come down the pike that you weren't expecting because life is what happens when you're making other plans. You have to make lemonade out of the lemons and you have to practice what I like to refer to as radical acceptance of what is. It's not easy, I can say. I'm grieving. Mary's grieving. Our community's grieving that we're leaving this little neighborhood, but we're expecting that things will get better. And I'm wondering... If you have a situation in your personal or professional life where you want things to get better and you're not sure quite how to get there. Sometimes when we're facing change, we worry about the how rather than focusing on the why, the what, what the lesson is, why it's happening, and why we need to learn from this particular situation. Of course, with having to find a new home, there's the how of checking the classifieds, visiting apartments and houses, 
talking to potential landlords, and figuring out what the next step will be. The same goes for your career. You have to figure out what the next step will be. You have to make lemons out of that. (laughs) You have to make lemonade out of those lemons, right? So you have to figure out where am I going? How am I going to get there? That how can sometimes get in the way because you feel overwhelmed by it. But if you take it step by step, one thing at a time, one stone at a time, that's how you build the next house for yourself, for your career, metaphorically speaking anyway. Just the other day I was meeting with someone. She was a potential client, but it doesn't really matter whether she coaches with me or not. We had a wonderful conversation over dinner. Uh, She was someone visiting from out of town. She works and lives in a big city somewhere here in the United States. And it doesn't even matter what profession she's in or what industry she works in. It's all the same. She needs a strategy. And many people go through their professional life without a strategy. So like I said in the introduction, if you're looking for a job, what's your strategy? How are you going to get there? What are the tools you're going to use to get where you need to go? What are the connections you're going to lean on to get the information you need? Who are you going to call? You could call me. Who are you going to talk to? Where are you going to go? When you get to that next corner, are you going to turn left or are you going to turn right? At that next networking event, at that next party you go to, who are you going to meet? Who are you going to talk to? Are you going to give them the time of day? Because you know what? You don't know who they know. You don't know what they may have to offer you and what you may have to offer them symbiotically. This person who I spoke to the other day, I asked her if she knew how to use LinkedIn, and she said, oh, yes. And I said, okay, let me fire up my laptop. Let's look at your profile. We looked at her profile, and she started to giggle. She said, you know, I don't really know how to use LinkedIn. She had about 55 connections. She had a nice headshot. She didn't have a headline that really said much about her. It was actually the position that she held at her last job where she no longer is, so it actually doesn't even apply to her. And when I looked at her professional summary, it was two sentences. And I said, okay, with your LinkedIn, you need to take this profile and blow it up. You need to tell people who you are, what you do, what you're all about. Then you need to start reaching out to people. And she asked me, well, How do you reach out to people on LinkedIn? I have no idea. So I showed her how to use the advanced search. And I said, right here in the advanced people search, you go up there, you put in your keyword. Let's say it's manufacturing. Well, for your sake, folks, most of your nurses, let's put nursing or nurses or both of those keywords or hospital. Then you scroll down and you put in your zip code. And you say anywhere within a 50-mile radius of this zip code, I want to see all the nurses in this particular area. So you hit search, and you'll have maybe 10, 20, maybe 30,000 people to choose from. You want to narrow that down? You say, okay, I'm going to put some other keywords like university or hospital or home health. Or you choose a company or an organization. Put that in the search. Narrow that search down. Then when you find the people you want to meet, you reach out to them. The same goes when you're at a party. I was at a party the other night, and we were invited to this gathering. There was an art installation and a performance, and there was about 50 or 60 people there, lots of nice food, nice people. The wine was flowing. 
And there was a gentleman sitting there, and I thought, okay, I'm going to take the time to talk to this guy. He looked me in the eye and said, hi. I sat down next to him. We started chatting. I didn't say, what do you do? I said, tell me about yourself. He started telling me about himself. He was a filmmaker, doesn't live in the Santa Fe area, lives in another part of the country. So we chatted about his films, about his work, about his career, about the films I like, what he likes. It was a nice chat. I had no idea who he knew, what he could really do for me. And it really wasn't anything to do for me at all. It was actually having a nice chat. But you just never know, folks. So he invited his sister over who actually lives in this area. And she works at an organization where when I told her what I do, coaching nurses and healthcare professionals regarding their careers and their lifestyles and their work styles, her eyes lit up. She couldn't believe it. She shook her head. And she said, give me your card. I have someone to introduce you to. Now, if I hadn't have taken time to talk to this gentleman who happened to be her brother, we probably wouldn't have connected. We might have, but we may not have. And the time I took talking to her brother about film and the things he likes, he decided he liked me and he thought, I want to introduce you to my sister. This can happen anywhere. This is part of your strategy. Whether you're employed or not, whether you're looking for a job or not, whether you're fishing for a job interview, an introduction, a referral, someone new to talk to in a particular specialty, it's opening your eyes. It's being willing to be open to serendipity and spontaneity, authenticity, and symbiosis. So getting back to her LinkedIn profile, I gave her my LinkedIn spiel, my LinkedIn pep talk. And when she left that restaurant, she was totally fired up for using LinkedIn, but she was also fired up about the other things I told her. She was saying, you know, I've been applying for so many jobs. And I said, okay, what's your job search strategy? And she said, well, I get up every morning. I check Craigslist. I check job boards. I go to the websites of organizations I admire or want to work at. And I send in applications for those jobs. And I said, okay. Do you reach out to anyone who works or is affiliated with any of those organizations? And she looked at me kind of like I had two heads. And she said, no, I don't do that. And I said, why not? And she said, well, I don't know how to reach them. So that's when I went deeper into LinkedIn with her. And I said, okay, you look up that organization in your city. You find the people who work at that organization on LinkedIn. And you reach out to every single person one of those people will reach back. And when one of those people reaches back, or several, you find the one who you can really connect with, you hop on the phone, you hop on Skype, you invite them to tea, you take them out to lunch, dinner, or breakfast, you pick their brain, you ask them to introduce you to other people. And I said, part of this is leveraging your asset, leveraging your expertise, and part of your asset is actually you. Sure, you can send in an application. Sure, you can send your resume in a cover letter. That resume and cover letter get run through a scanner. And in many organizations, a robot or computer will scan your resume for keywords. If those keywords don't come up, guess what happens to that application? However, if you reach out to someone on LinkedIn who knows the person in human resources or knows the manager of the department where you'd like to work or someone you'd like to have an informational interview with, then that person gets you in front of that person, you meet with them, you dazzle them with your brilliance, you baffle them with how incredible you are, you're then top of mind, or maybe somewhere in the middle of their mind, 
And they might go down to HR and say, hey, there's an application in here for this person. You've got to flag it. I want to see it. I want to talk to this person. That's strategy. You have to have a strategy. It's not just scattershot resumes and applications going out into the ethers and you're hoping someone calls you back. It's meeting people. It's getting people to see you, to experience you, not to experience your resume. You want them to experience you as a person. You want them to look you in the eye. You look them in the eye. You make them laugh. You buy them coffee. You wine and dine them. You get them to introduce you to other people they know. You pick their brain. And like I said, you dazzle them with your brilliance, with your charisma, with your personality, with your expertise, with your knowledge, with your experience. And then you are somewhat relatively cemented in their brain. And if you really like each other, if they like you, they're going to want to help you. So it all comes down to strategy, folks. And I don't mean strategy in a manipulative way. I mean strategy in terms of how you want to go about moving your career in the direction in which you want it to move. Now, I don't mean that every party you go to, you're acting like a salesperson, pressing your business card into the hand of every person you can possibly talk to, hoping that they're going to call you or hand you a job on a silver platter. No. The strategy is always bearing in mind that behind the person you're meeting is the two, three, four, five hundred people that they know. There's the connections that they have. There are the ways in which you can serve them. There's the ways in which you can give to them. Because like they say in Business Network International, BNI, I belong to a chapter here in Santa Fe, givers gain. The more you give, the more you get. Now, you may not get from that particular person. You may not gain anything directly from them. But if you're a giving person, if you exude that energy of authenticity, symbiosis, generosity of spirit, willingness, gregariousness, sharing, that will come back, my friends. This is not new age mumbo jumbo. This is not me just talking about something that I don't understand. This is from experience, and this is from what I see out there in the world. Now, the way that I move in the world in general is that when I belong to a group, I'm always looking for ways in which I can serve others. Now, my giving comes from an altruistic place. My giving comes from a place of generosity and truly wanting to give to others and share. And I know that in this universe of ours, the more that I share, the more that I'm identified as a giving, caring, compassionate, generous person, the more that others will be giving, caring, compassionate, and generous with me. Now again, this doesn't mean that I'm giving with an ulterior motive, but also we are human. We do expect things in return, but I do my very best not to expect things from that particular person. I'm expecting things back from the universe, from God, from whatever it is we want to call this connected place in which we live. If you're moving energy in your career, if you're showing up, if you're dressing up, if you're following up, that is the energy that moves you forward. Some of you who are looking for real clear career tips in this very moment, you might feel that I'm talking a little bit esoterically. And yes, this is somewhat esoteric, 
It's the esoteric notion of giving, of being generous and authentic, and having and holding that expectation that your giving will come back to you in some way, in some form, at some time. Often, not in the form that you expect. So I've digressed a little bit here, but I think that was helpful. You can let me know if it was helpful or not. And getting back to your career and your career trajectory, part of what you need is a notion. You need an idea. You need to know somewhat in what direction you would like to go. Say you're an ICU nurse and you've decided, hmm, I've been doing ICU a long time. I would actually like to get out of the ICU. I'd like to be out in the community. I don't quite know what it is I want to do, but case management's really interesting to me. Case management feels like something I could really do. So what do you do? You don't start applying for case management jobs. You start talking to people who know something about case management. You go onto LinkedIn and you find a case managers group. You find a place where case managers hang out online. And you start asking questions and connecting with people. You say, hey, what's case management like? What do I need to do to my resume? What kind of experience, certifications, or what do I need to be able to break into that world? And you never know. Someone may take a shine to you. They may take an interest. And people like to talk about what they do generally. And someone may take you under the wing and say, let me review your resume and let you know what you might want to do. Let me help you figure out how you want to rebrand and present yourself so that case management is actually something you can say that you're actually qualified for. In all the time that I spend on social media, and I do spend a fair amount on social media, you can um, check me out and know if you don't know already, so many amazing things have happened for me. Back in 2000, let's say, 2011, I was hanging out on Twitter. I've told the story before. I've written about it, talked about it, but I'm going to tell it again. I was hanging out on Twitter. I was following the hashtags nursing, nurses, nurse, healthcare, just seeing what people were talking about. And I started meeting some really interesting nurses, people doing really interesting, innovative things. And a lot of nurses on there who just wanted to chat. They wanted to see what other nurses were up to. They wanted to share their successes, their failures, their strengths, the things that were frustrating, and the things that were really lighting them up. And I met this nurse, Anna Morrison, and we started chatting on Twitter. And then we switched to email because it was easier. We could write more than 140 characters. And we realized we really liked each other. So we got on the phone. And then we realized, huh, we really want to meet more officially, even though we lived 1,500 miles apart. So we started Skyping together, getting to know each other, and Anna said, hey, you know, I'd really like to start a podcast about nursing and healthcare. And I said, wow, that's an awesome idea. Podcasts are really hot these days, and there's only a couple about nursing. So she said, hold on, let me get my friend Kevin Ross on the line up in Boulder, and he might be interested too. So Kevin got on the line. We all started chatting. We were on Skype about three hours, and around two in the morning, we realized We had the idea for the podcast. We wanted to call it RNFM Radio. We sent money back and forth to each other over PayPal. We just decided we were going to trust each other. We started a show at Blog Talk Radio. Kevin decided he'd figure out how to set up the podcast, and we figured out what equipment we would need and who we would have on the show and how it would be structured. And he started building a simple WordPress website. And three weeks later or so, as 2012 dawned, 
we launched RNFM Radio, show number one. Anna left the show after a while, but Kevin and I soldiered on, and boy, we just recorded our 162nd episode, I believe. And we now have another female co-host, Elizabeth Scala, our pal, who we also met on social media when she reached out to us. And this was all born of me and Anna hanging out on Twitter, following the hashtag nurse or nurses or nursing, and realizing, huh, there's something here. There's some energy here. So we followed that energy. Lo and behold, four years later, Kevin and I are going on. Elizabeth is on the show with us. And lots of amazing, serendipitous, spontaneous, wonderful things have come of this show. Actually, the Nurse Keith show was born of RNFM Radio. I wouldn't be doing this show right now if it wasn't for the conversations on Twitter that I was having with Anna Morrison back in 2011, because I never would have learned all of the stuff about podcasting so quickly if I hadn't have had Anna and Kevin in my corner all these years. So what I'm trying to say is being open to serendipity is part of your strategy. Having your eyes wide open Having your ears wide open, you never know. You could be sitting in a cafe in the center of Manhattan on vacation, and the person at the next table is talking about nursing, or they're talking about healthcare, and you lean over and you say hi, and you give them your business card, and you chat, and then you go to the bar and have a drink, and then you realize, wow, there's something here. There's something to follow up on. And what I'm trying to instill in you, my friends, is this notion that you just never know. Remember I talked about how? The how is just being open. The how is knowing that something is going to happen. The how is knowing that if you remain a sponge, if you remain a conduit for that energy, for that positivity, for things to happen, to things to happen to you, to things to fall in your lap, you just can't tell how it's all going to turn out, but you know it is going to move for you. So if you're like this woman I was talking to recently, you might be sitting in your apartment, banging your head against the proverbial wall, or maybe against a real wall, I don't know, I don't recommend it very much. Traumatic brain injury is forever, you know. But if you're sitting in your apartment, sending out resumes, doing online applications, then sitting back and waiting to see if anyone calls you, that's not much of a strategy. But like I said to my new friend who I spoke with yesterday over dinner, We get stuck in our patterns. We don't realize there's another way to go about it. We realize, okay, we need a job. We're doing a job search. We check the classifieds. We check Craigslist. We send out applications. We sit back and wait. We send a follow-up email. Then we send more applications. That's what we know how to do because no one ever told us any differently. So I inspired this person, I hope, to try it a little differently, a new strategy. This person speaks several languages. One of those languages is her native language, English being maybe her third language, I'm not sure. She speaks them all fluently. So I said, okay, in your city, have you found out where the people who speak your native language hang out? Is there a club of people who speak your language in your city where they get together to speak together and enjoy their culture and their food and their music and talking about where they came from, the old country? the place where they all were born and where their ancestors came from. There are clubs like that. And she said, well, those people may not work in my industry. And I said, you know what? They know people who work in your industry. They know people who know people who know people who work in your industry. So I said, 
make yourself a business card just with your phone number, your name, your email address, your LinkedIn profile address, your Facebook profile, doesn't really matter. Have a business card. Go down there. Have a drink with them. Share some food. Break some bread. Make some friends. Dazzle them with your brilliance. They'll realize how wonderful you are. And when you speak their language, literally speak their language, and can talk to them about the country where you were all born, talk about your friends and family back in that country, share some food that you all love, talk about the music you grew up with, they'll start to love you and you will love them. And that's where the serendipity and the magic can happen. If you don't speak another language or you don't have a native language that's not English and you don't have a club to go visit, you find the other clubs. Find out where people hang out. Is there a nurse meetup in your neighborhood, in your city, in your town, in your region? Go to meetup.com. See, huh, are there nurses who get together to complain and talk together and maybe go for walks or have coffee? If you work as a physical therapist, are there groups on LinkedIn where physical therapists hang out, where they chat, where they talk, where they share strategies, where they talk about jobs and refer one another and give testimonials and give each other advice and support? Do your friends on Facebook know that you're looking for a job? Do they know what you're looking for? Do they know what you want? Tell them. Share on Facebook. Say, hey, something's going on in my career. I need a change. Anybody have any ideas? And see what happens. Open yourself up and see what people have to say, what advice they have to give, what support they'd like to offer you. Really, folks, you just don't know. And it's really exciting to find out what you don't know. As you can tell, I get real excited about this stuff, this strategy, this way of opening yourself up to life, this way of letting serendipity and spontaneity and connection happen. And it's not letting life happen to you. It's actually creating the groundwork. It's tilling the soil. It's planting the seeds of connection that can move your career in ways that you would never know. If any of you have ever gardened or grown plants, you know those plants need light. They need sun. They need water. They need love. You need to talk to them. Well, I do talk to my plants. There are things that you need to do to make that garden grow, right? You don't throw the soil on the ground and turn your back. You till that soil, you put in the compost, you water it, you let the sun bathe that garden or bathe that plant, and you nurture it and let it grow. Your career, your nursing career, whatever it is you do, it doesn't really matter. It needs nurturing too. You don't have literal seeds, but you have metaphoric seeds. Some of those seeds are planting the seeds of connection with people who you meet at a party. It's talking to people on LinkedIn or Facebook and saying, hey, I need a change. I don't know what it is. What do you think I should do? Who should I talk to? Any ideas, any input, any inspirations for me? Those little seeds you plant can flower into blossoms that you wouldn't even recognize, but you'll be pretty happy when those flowers open. I can't tell you the things that I've done in my life that have led to other things, like hanging out on Twitter and meeting Anna Morrison and Kevin Ross. I had no idea how those would bear fruit, but it seemed like a good thing to do at the time. And you know what? You can reach out to me. You can find me on LinkedIn, find me on Facebook, send me an email and say, Hey, Keith, I just need an idea. Can you give me 
three strategies, three things I should do in the next seven days that might take my career in a new direction, I'll email you right back. I'll chat with you on the phone for a couple minutes. I'll give you some ideas. Or you can do the same for another friend or someone you know or a family member who you find inspirational. Say, hey, Uncle Robert, I know you've had a really long career and you've done lots of cool things. I'm feeling a little stuck. What did you do back in your day? What did you do in your life when you were feeling stuck? And Uncle Robert will sit back, he'll take a sip of his beer, and he'll say, you know what? Let me tell you a story. And Uncle Robert's story, even if it has nothing to do with your life or your career or anything you're interested in, it's not the story itself, it's the energy behind it. It's the inspiration that led Uncle Robert in whatever direction it was he went. And you may walk away from that story saying, man, I could do that too. I could take that inspired action. So folks, this has been a little rant based on this meeting I had with this lovely person the other day. And just thinking about the ways in which we get stuck when we're not really sure what we're supposed to do, but we know we need to do something. So what I say is remain open, have your eyes open, your ears open. And remember, you have two ears and one mouth. So when you're meeting with someone, listen twice as much as you speak. Listen, listen closely. Sometimes a person will say something not meaning to inspire you, but that something that they said is what is going to move the needle for you, as Kevin Ross said. So I hope this show, I hope this little diatribe of mine has moved the needle for you a little bit. If you want some inspiration, I challenge you, I dare you, send me an email at keith at nursekeith.com and ask me a question, I will write back. Or go to Facebook, facebook.com slash nursekeithcoaching, ask me a question right on my page or message within Facebook, or even on Twitter, find me at at nursekeith and say, hey, at nursekeith, what do you think about this? That way, all the people who follow me on Twitter will also benefit from the answer that I share with you publicly. But if you want a private audience with Nurse Keith, hit me up, keith at nursekeith.com, and I will get back to you. So folks, keep moving forward. Think openness. Think serendipity. Think connection. Think spontaneity. Think inspiration is around the corner. Whether you take a left or a right, sometimes it doesn't even matter. One inspiration will come if you turn left at the next corner. Another inspiration will turn right. You just don't know. But go for it. Turn that corner and open yourself to what may happen. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to episode 24 of the Nurse Keith Show. I will be back very soon. Thanks for being here. I love you all. And I'll let you know when I find my new home. And I'll tell you all about it right here on the Nurse Keith Show. Adios. Thanks for listening to The Nurse Keith Show. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered from today's episode, and I encourage you to take inspired action every day in the interest of your career satisfaction and professional development. Be sure to follow the show on iTunes, follow at Nurse Keith on Twitter, like Nurse Keith Coaching on Facebook, and email me at keith at nursekeith.com with your questions and comments. 
Stay positive, care for yourself and others, keep moving your career forward, and tune in again as we explore how to make your nursing and healthcare career better than you ever imagined.